This is Becoming Your Brand with me, Sarah Holmes, a brand strategist, teacher, content lover, former designer, and your biggest cheerleader. I know that you're building a business that you're so passionate about that you want to shout it from the rooftops, but sometimes your voice gets lost with everyone else shouting around you too. The online world is busy, and I want to help you find your true place in it, so you can stand out, show up naturally online, and show your audience that out of everyone in your industry, you are the person that they just have to work with. So grab yourself a coffee, or get on with that workout, enjoy that morning walk, whatever it is that you do while you're listening to your podcasts, and soak in everything from this week's episode. Let's dive right in. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Becoming Your Brand podcast. I am loving now recording these episodes. So let's dive into this one because this is something that I have really, really wanted to share for such a long time and I've never really found like the right moment to kind of bring it up or it's never really made sense until I started this podcast. So I'm really excited to break this down. I'm going to be talking about the truth behind a seven and a half K month. Now, you might be like, that's really random, Sarah. Why are you talking about a seven and a half K month? Um, Why does that matter? Um, The reason why is because this was my first ever big month in my business, okay? It was like, I didn't even hit a 5K month. I actually went from like 3K straight to seven and a half K. My business works in euros, by the way, um, because I live in Spain, but right now, as I'm recording this, October 2022, um, the exchange rate between dollar and euro is pretty much the same. So you can take it as US dollars as well, seven and a half K, more or less. So this was like when I had been waiting to hit this 5K month thinking this was going to be like the best thing ever and it was going to change my entire life and blah, blah, blah. Um, I then hit this seven and a half K month And it was like a huge celebration. I remember the coach I was working with at the time, we were, you know, celebrating. And yes, it was worth celebrating, but I just want to show by breaking down in this episode, really the money behind it and what I actually received, why it was a really big anti-climax and why it didn't really help um, me to feel more secure in my business. Because I think we, we see so many of these numbers like being thrown around And just the same way as I'm going to break down today, like what the sales were, what the cash was I received, my expenses, how that worked out, what went into my bank, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm talking about seven and a half K because that was my first big month. Um, But these, this breakdown and what I'm kind of highlighting in this episode can be used to highlight the exact same point with a 100 K month, for example. Um, So this is just because I need to get this off my chest. It makes me feel really good to open up about this because I I feel like there's just not enough transparency here. So this is what I'm going to break down. So this was, to put into context, um, a year and a... How long would it have been? A year and a half after I started my business, more or less, was when I hit my first big month. And I say big month, seven and a half K. So bearing in mind, it took me a year and a half to get to that point. It took me six months to make my first sale. So it's not not surprising. It took me a year and a half to get to this point. So just want to validate that it's not so easy to just hit 
any income goal, even though people make it seem like it's so easy. It's, it's really not. It takes a lot. And while for some people it might have been super easy, um, I, I think for the majority of people it's not. We, we seem to think online, for, by what we see online, that 90% of people are hitting 5, 10, 20k months within a few months of starting their business. And what I really want to point out is that probably only like 1% of people are actually hitting those goals um, in such short time frames. So um, just because the people who are hitting them are shouting about it and it seems like it's everywhere, you can't turn anywhere without seeing these huge income goals, I just want to validate that it's not that easy for everyone and not everyone is hitting them. So anyway, I hit the seven and a half K month. Now, what does that mean? So my sales, when I, I've actually pulled up my um, Excel sheet here just for me to remind myself. So 2021, um, what was going on in my business this month? Okay, so I was offering my one-to-one services, which at the time was... Um, brand and web design and brand strategy done for you services. So I was still a done for you service provider. And I was launching my um, first ever group program that month. So before, um, yeah, I was doing like the pre-sale of my group program that month. So that's what I had going on. And that's where these sales came from. So my overall sales amount in um, this month was 7000 400, let me have a look at this spreadsheet, 7,400 exactly in um, euros, okay? And when I broke that down, that was from one, two one-to-one clients that signed on with me and then two people who joined my group program, okay? That was where it came from. So it came from four clients in total. And I ended up receiving in cash that month, 2,000, let me check this, 2,648 euros in cash because people had signed up on payment plans. So I had from there cash that was already guaranteed coming in from the month before from another one-to-one client sale. I had the same client choose to continue with a new service. So she paid a bigger amount on a monthly payment plan. She'd chosen to um, to split it over six months and she was paying the last month's payment um, plus this new payment plan. So that's where that portion of money came from. Then I had a pay in full for my group program and then I had um, a person who signed up to my group program on a payment plan plus the first payment of another payment plan of a one-to-one client, okay? So that was broken down like this. The recurring revenue payment was 421.53. The new payment plan that my one-to-one client came in on was at 782.83 per month. That was six um, payments of that amount. I had a painful for my first group program, which was 750 euros. I had someone sign up to the group program on a payment plan, which was 266 euros per month during three months. And then I had another one-to-one client that signed on, which paid, um, she paid the first installment of a three-month payment plan at 428 euros and one cents, apparently, um, is what I'm seeing on my spreadsheet here. So that added up to 2,648 euros, 37 cents, okay? 
So that was the cash that I received in my business. So can we even just like hold on for a second and look at the fact that I made seven and a half K in sales, but I actually only received 2,648 euros in cash that month. So think about when you're hearing about these big sales numbers, what actually could be the reality of what is going into somebody's bank account? I think that's really, really important. Okay, that's the first thing because those two numbers are very different, 7,400 and 2,648, so different. So in my head, because I had been so focused on hitting this sales amount, I hadn't really contemplated what it would be like to only have 2,600 going into my bank account because I'd made 7,400 in sales. But yes, okay, that was what happened. Um, the nice thing about that though is that you actually have that stability, you have a good feeling like, okay, well I've got people on these payment plans so I know for the next six months I've got a guaranteed income of X amount. So I could plan a bit for the future, which was great. So that was a positive. But then, let's go into the extra layer in this, which is you don't just receive this cash and that's it, you then have your business expenses. Oh, 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 business expenses. (laughs) So this is what my expenses were that month. So my expenses in total ended up being, let me have a look at this to make sure I don't get it wrong, 2,600, (laughs) can you hear um, something similar there? 2,619 euros and 54 cents. So cash received, 2,648 euros, expenses, 2,619 euros, 54 cents. Very, very similar, right? If you work that out, my profit was 28 euros and 46 cents. Yes, you heard that right, 28 euros and 46 cents. And I'd made 7,400 euros in sales that month. Look at the difference in those numbers. I just, I, I, I think this is so important. I don't see anyone breaking this shit down. Like, why is no one talking about this? Um, <laughs> can get me quite angry. But I just wanna, wanna point that out. And then when I look at my expenses, you might be like, well, Sarah, why the hell were you spending so much? Well, you know, I was spending so much because I felt like I needed to invest because I was setting my business up to look professional, invest in all the things that I needed. I had my coach. At the time, I also had a social media manager because I... Um, I, I I had it in my head that I didn't know enough about social media. Again, like investing from a place of lack. And you know, when when you hear people say, um, you know, if you don't know how to do something or you don't enjoy it, just like hire an expert, hire an expert, outsource it, you know, give, give that problem to somebody else. So that's what I did. I got a social media manager. And not that the social media manager in any way was bad, but like I really didn't need a social media manager. I needed to learn how to create content myself that was my voice, my way of doing things, and I really needed to show up as me, basically. That that mentality of outsourcing something that you don't enjoy or you don't like really want to do, I can maybe understand it in some cases, but I really believe that we are, you know, we're, we're responsible. It's our business at the end of the day. So you should be able to do everything in your business before you start outsourcing it. And especially social media, because as 
if you're a coach or you're a service provider and someone is investing in you, you want to be the person who is creating the content. You want to be the person who's answering the comments. You want to be the person who is in control of what is being put out there. So anyway, that was, um, that month I paid 624 euros, 14 cents to my, um, social media manager. I also paid, um, where were my other, like, big, my other big expenses? Um, okay, so in Spain, this is something that's another thing. In Spain, you have to pay every month to be self-employed, and Every country has a different kind of way that they deal with self-employed people. Whereas in Spain, um, you start off on a certain quarter that you pay every month and you pay that whether you make a cent in your business or not. Okay, luckily at this point in my business, I hadn't been self-employed for that long and this quarter that you pay gradually increases in Spain. But at this point, I was paying 155 euros, 37, 34, sorry, 34 cents per month to be self-employed. And that was if I didn't make a penny, I still had to pay that. It goes up to like three, four, five hundred euros per month here, by the way, to be self-employed, no matter whether you earn a penny or not, that is how much you end up paying. So, you know, this is another thing that people don't talk about, like what are the expenses in the country where you're based to be self-employed? That is really important. Um, Yeah, so apart from that, then I had like normal things like my softwares, my website, um, my like the portion of my um my oh god the the things that (laughs) when people pay you over stripe stripe takes like a a percentage of your payments right so I paid that I also had Kartra at the time to host my course on which is not a cheap um software that's another hundred dollars a month um and then you know Canva Pro Um, all of those things added up and then my massive expense on top of that was my coach at the time which was uh, 1,329 euros that month. So all of those things added up to 2,619 euros. I just needed to break those numbers down because now that I've experienced this, now that I've been through this, now that I have like bigged up this big number so much and thought it was going to change my life because it was literally like six times what I was earning in my full-time job, I hadn't taken all of this into account. And it makes me look at these people who share these big wins and these big money wins, and I just go, what is behind that? What is behind that? Because yes, you can promise me, you know, a 10k month, but then if I'm ending up with 28 euros, 46 profit, like what, what, what's good about that. One thing that I've really learned since this experience in my business is to prioritize profit, prioritize my profit and not be paying for things that I don't need to pay for. Because instead of trying to earn more and more and more and more and more and more in sales, why don't we just prioritize like not spending a shit ton on things that we don't need and just prioritizing making a lot of profit in our business. That's what I would really recommend you do. So to put this in perspective, um, at the time when I earned my 28 euros and 46 cents in profit that month with my first big income month, um, at the time I was living in a house where my rent was 650 euros a month, food, you know, two or 300 euros a month, bills, another 200, my gym, 30 euros, my phone, my internet, my, um, 
Spotify, my whatever else. On top of that, my basic living expenses were at least 1,500 euros a month. And I was full-time in my business. Um, so that is the truth behind my first big month, my 7.5k month. And I'm going to call myself out here because I really need to. Um, I, in the past, have felt pressured and have used this as like a, a selling point, you know? Oh, I hit my first big month. Um, this was so amazing, da-da-da-da-da because I felt like I was being ungrateful, like by not celebrating it. And I've used it in my marketing before and now it, it makes me feel a bit cringy. And I don't know whether I want to continue using things like this in my marketing because yes, it's really nice to talk about money and I don't think we should be shamed over money in any way, but I just think there's just too many things that we we can't show when we talk about these numbers. So um, yeah, it's really made me question like ethically, like what do I want to be talking about in my business and what do I want to be, you know, using as um, outcomes of my programs? Like I don't want to say, oh, I earned seven and a half K in, in sales and I can help you do that too. Um, as like the main selling point of my my programs because there's so many other things that, people want to hear and you know now we are becoming a lot more savvy to these things and if more people like me right now who are breaking it down like really speak out about this then there's going to be a lot more transparency and that's what we really want um so that's really my message for this episode it's to call myself out it's to you know show you the kind of instagram versus reality of what actually happened with my first big income month um, what I expected, how it felt in reality. And yeah, I just really wanted to get that off my chest. I feel so much better. <laughs> um, let me know how this episode was for you. If that was what you were expecting when you read the title or not, um, share it with someone who you feel like really needs to hear this. Um, I know a lot of my clients, um, present and past have felt a lot of pressure to get to a 10k month so this is going to be the first one that like first episode that I'm going to tell them to listen to because really um I think it's so important to to spread this message and to be more transparent and yeah that's all from me today so I hope you've enjoyed it and I will speak to you soon 